Happy Tuesday, Bold Faith and Fashionistas. This is part two of the two sides of pride and two lies about your beauty and body image that stem from pride and comparison. In last week's episode, we focused on pride and the two sides of pride. This week, I'm going to talk a little bit about how the enemy uses comparison to steal our joy and undervalue the gifts that God has given us to accomplish our kingdom calling. So if you haven't already, Grab yourself a nice warm cup of coffee, grab your Bible, we're going to dig into God's Word right now. Hey mama, welcome to Bold Faith in Fashion. Are you tired of feeling insecure in your skin and using clothes as a way to hide your body? Are you frustrated with the time, money, and energy you spend on clothes you never wear? Hey, I'm Ashleyana, and mama, I get your struggle. I have helped thousands of women just like you create the simple, comfortable, and yes, stylish wardrobes of their dreams without draining their energy or their bank accounts. In this podcast, I will teach you about what looks good on your body, all while filtering your beauty standards through the eyes of Jesus. If you're ready to go from stressed to get dressed to blessed to get dressed, tune in right now. Did you know I have a free community of Christian mamas on a budget just like you who are building stylish and comfortable wardrobes that they feel good in? In this group, we share outfit ideas, I host What to Wear Wednesdays, and there's so much more. So to join me, just click on the link in the episode description. It is good to be back in front of the microphone recording a podcast to talk to all of you Bold Faith and Fashion listeners. Last week's episode, we dug into how the world has a specific set of beauty standards that pertain to more of our physical form and our facial features, and I talked about how those are ever-changing, and that's on purpose to create chaos and inconsistency, and of course, to create beauty standards that are unrealistic and really unachievable. And that is how the enemy lies to us about our beauty is he tells us that it has to be these certain features, physical features and facial facial features, and then he moves the goalpost, right? So that's lie number one. This week, I am tackling the topic of comparison and how the enemy basically tries to plant seeds of pride using the concept of comparison. So the lie surrounding comparison sounds something like this. My beauty, self-worth, my value is measured against others' beauty, self-worth, and value. This is how I know whether or not I am beautiful, whether or not I have self-worth, and whether or not I'm valued. Some of you might listen to this and go, I don't know that I'm doing that. Or maybe even feel like that's very subtle. Now, this is kind of broad, the way that I've explained it on purpose. But essentially, a lot of us, and this is men and women, doesn't really matter, based our usefulness, our attractiveness, our social status, all those things, we base that on how people around us or how we think people around us perceive us react to us, and we can even use external factors, things rather than people like how much money is in our bank accounts, 
the type of clothing we have in our closet, the size of our home. Does all of that make sense? Definitely join me in my Facebook group to continue this conversation. But the point here is this is just another tactic that the enemy uses to take our eyes off of Jesus, to take our eyes off of our kingdom calling and to focus back on ourselves and to look elsewhere for our beauty standards, our value, our self-worth, and really ultimately our identity because all of those things are wrapped up in our identity. And our identity has to be in Jesus. Our eyes have to be fixed on him. Our standards, our self-worth, our identity has to come from being a child of God. Comparison is the thief of joy. This is a phrase that was coined by Teddy Roosevelt. He further goes on to say that individuals who determine their own social and personal self-worth based on how they stack up against others are insufferable to be around. I tweaked it a little bit and wrote out that individuals who determine their own social and personal worth based on how they stack up against others will be miserable and deflated or boastful and insufferable to be around because that adjusts for the two sides of pride that we talked about last week. Comparison leads to pride and it leads to either a deflated or inflated sense of self. Now let's look to scripture to see what scripture says about how we ought to think of ourselves. Romans chapter 12 verses 3 through 6 states, For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. Many of us fail to see the beauty that we do have, both physically and spiritually, because we are so focused on the perceived beauty or perceived gifts or spiritual giftings that we don't have. We compare our perceived lack with an assumption of abundance in someone else's life or gifts or attractiveness. And when we do that, we're missing the truth of God's word that we just read in Romans, which is that we are all called to different ministries. God has made us all uniquely beautiful in his image. We are all made in his image. It doesn't say in scripture, only these people who look this way are made in my image. Absolutely not. We are all made in his image. We are all given gifts of the spirit. We all have a kingdom calling and we all have gifts and God says, use them and see your giftings and see yourself as valuable because you are. Consider when you are distracted and you maybe aren't focusing so much on your relationship with Jesus or the ministry that he's called you to, whatever that may be, what blessings and gifts you may be missing out on because you've been entangled in the snare of the enemy who tells you, that your type of beauty and your giftings are less than someone else's, that they're not as good as someone else's. Do you see how those simple yet debilitating words of comparison 
can immediately shut you down. Mama, are you like me? Are you hearing those voices of comparison in your mind, either when you're getting dressed, when you're thinking of trying to become a better mom or a better spouse, you're trying to implement good habits, or you try to spend more time with the Lord, and then a voice creeps in that says, well, you may be doing this thing, but you're not doing it as good as insert person who you perceive to be doing this way better than you right here? Or have you ever thought to yourself, I'm going to get healthy, I'm going to get strong, and then those voices in your head say, well, you could do that, or you're, you're kind of doing that, but you probably won't keep it up, and you'll never look like this person. Mamas, the number one reason that many of you have stated that dressing well is so difficult is because you feel uncomfortable with the extra weight that you're carrying in your body. Likely, you are comparing yourself to other women. Maybe it's also because you are uncomfortable where you're at because you know you can get healthier. But what if the biggest obstacle is that most of the weight that you are carrying isn't physical? What if it's actually the spiritual weight of the harsh judgment that you've placed on yourself because of the lie of comparison that leads to a deflated sense of self. How much easier could it be for you to lose the physical weight if you stopped saying comparative statements to yourself? My message to you right now is to first shed off the weight of comparison, the weight of harsh judgment, and speak Galatians 1.10 over yourself. For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. The body of Christ needs you and your beauty, your gifts. Your worth comes from being created in the image of God. And if you're tempted into thinking that you're plain in the world's eyes, Just remember what Isaiah 53, 2-4 stated. For Jesus grew up before God like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. We know that Jesus is the most beautiful man who has ever walked the earth. So if you're feeling a little plain in the world's eyes, just remember Jesus was also considered plain in the world's eyes. And we know that that is the farthest thing from the truth. Mama, if you're feeling plain, you're in good company. Heavenly Father, I just pray that this touches every single heart that listens to this podcast, that the weight of comparison just falls off of the women who are listening right now. Lord, I just pray that this would empower every woman listening to see her beauty and her giftings and her identity through your eyes, that she would begin to feel more confident, not because anything has changed externally, but because of the change that is happening internally, that she is beginning to believe the words that you have said about her and spoken over her in scripture. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, Mama, thanks for listening today. Before you pop off, consider joining my free Facebook group, Bold Faith in Fashion. 
Here is where you'll have access to exclusive content, visual how-tos, and weekly live feedback on your style journey from me. One last thing, if this podcast has empowered you to put an outfit together and shine a little brighter for Jesus, would you consider leaving a written review on Apple Podcasts to let me know? I'd love to hear from you and would be so encouraged to know how this podcast has positively impacted you. XO, your closet BFF.